you sick, twisted freaks. It's Rolly. How you doing? Welcome to the show. So, I, I uh, last week I, I made a big, long, steaming. Uh, steaming? Yeah, I mean, it was really, it was long. It was, it was, there was a lot of length. There was some girth. There was girth. To, what, what? I'm just, look, I'm just trying to get you started. I'm, I'm fucking with you. Don't worry about it. Okay, thanks. I mean, I'm not fucking with you, but there was some girth. It wasn't yours, though. I don't know how to respond to that. Just, just, just go ahead and keep moving. I'm just, you know, I'm here to help. Okay, good. I want to produce. You are pro... One of these days you're going to get tired of saying that. I doubt it. Produce? You are produce! You are... Welcome to the show, friends and neighbors and relations and all that stuff. Anyway, hi. So, the uh, big... Um, steaming pile that I uh, released last week, uh, some of you responded to me and you said, you know, you've been putting out these podcasts uh, for a long time uh, on the video and on the audio feed. And by the way, I'll get to all of this in just a second. It's just that um, uh, apparently I just don't promote enough. Which is, you know, a great way of saying, could could you tell us where to you know, where to find your, 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 your stuff? And, and it's like you really want to. And they said, well, not really, but I mean, as long as you're doing it. You might as well let people know where to download your garbage. And I went, right, yes, you, you are correct. You pointed in the wrong direction again. Why, I'm here to help. I'm, look, look, you, you want to do, you want to do your, your, your best, right? Yes. Okay, so I'm here to help guide you. Oh, shit, we're doomed. Yeah, I know. Hold on, wait, you're here to guide me? Right, yeah, I've done, I've done a lot of reading on the subject. Uh, you have. And and what? Well, I mean, there were a couple of pamphlets. That, pamphlets? We've graduated. I'm, I'm impressed. Look, just cause I, just cause I, just get spit it out. Just cause I had a, I, I got, I, I hit a tree with my head. That you know that that I'm not. Look, I'm not. I'm I'm not. I'm not developmentally delayed. No, I'm not. It's just sometimes it takes a little time to get. Uh, uh, to get to know each other, getting to know you, getting shut up. I thought you didn't like musicals. No, not really. One night in Bangkok, and it worked. Okay, thanks. So you're here to help. Absolutely. Look, the thing that the the, the what the thing you need the thing the the foot the thing the what the chick. Ah! Thank you. You're welcome. The thing I want you to know. Is that look? You just need someone off to the side, Rolly adjacent. Ro- we're never gonna get rid of this adjacent thing, are we? No, apparently we're not. No. Okay. Look, I I only have a limited amount of time before you get to the meat, so I'm just I'm trying to help you. Okay, I'm ha- I'm trying to help you navigate to the. <laughs> Broke character, did you? Yep. <laughs> trying to help you navigate to the meat. I mean, I wouldn't think it would be that hard. Yeah, well, I've been talking to your wife, and she goes, Ah! Fight! Fight! Feel better now? <laughs> really? So you're Rolly adjacent. I'm Rolly, I'm, I'm, ro- hold on. Hold on. Hold on, I gotta get, I gotta get done. Is this funny or painful? Yes. So, you're Rolly adjacent. I'm Rolly adjacent, and I'm just trying to I'm just trying to point you in the right direction. So, and and sometimes that has to do with how you point at the goddamn camera. Could you just okay? I'm right. I'm, look, you're getting warmer. You're getting warmer. You get bingo right there. Okay. Think. I'm 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 grateful. For your help. That's what she said. You've already hit him. I I know. I can't. Glad to be of service. Okay, good. <clears throat> you really shouldn't shut up. So friends and neighbors, um it's been 
told to me that I need to actually tell people how to find my shit on the podcast. So uh, what we're going to do is I'm going to go right now. I'm going to tell you where to find stuff. Okay. 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 What'd you get on my? Okay. So first of all, if you just go to your podcatcher of choice, um, so whether or not it's Overcast or Apple Podcast or Google Podcast or wherever, if you just search for my last name, Roly, right, then you'll look. You, you'll see some idiot trying to imitate some swagger and a pair of sunglasses, and that's me. You just click on that, okay? Why do you use that? My wife took that picture. It's actually my favorite picture of me because I actually look like I have a pair. Of sunglasses? Right. That's not, I know what he meant. So there, there is that. The second thing is, is that if you go to YouTube, um, I think if you just search for Chris Rowley, K-R-I-S-R-O-L-E-Y, I think you'll find it there. I'm sure if you just do Rowley, you'll find that as well. And again, look for the idiot with the, with the swagger that has a pair. And you got it. That's the, that's the thing. That's, that's the tweet. There it is. Now, for those of you who uh, want to go a little step beyond, um, I've mentioned uh, Twitter, Chris Rowley. Um, on Facebook, if you want to connect with me on Facebook, it's Rowley Media. It's the only one I couldn't. It's a long story. I don't really use Facebook or Instagram or that kind of stuff that much anymore um, because Facebook and Instagram. Anyway, I, I'm, I'm, but you can connect with me there and I try to post podcasts and things there on occasion. Okay. Um, where else am I? Uh, TikTok, Chris Rowley, and you'll find clips of videos and other assorted bullshit, bullshit on TikTok that, that I find. Um, mostly, uh, um, what, what, what do the youngins call them? Shit post. I don't think I trust you. Angus. Yeah. You know, I just realized I called you Angus, and, and I'm sorry. I know that's not what you want. It's my son. He's Angus, as far as I'm concerned. Everybody calls me Twitch. I, I, I know. I'm sorry. It's just, look. Twitch, I just have a problem, and I, I just need you to help clear something up for me. Anything you need. Are your nuts ever going to drop? That's really a personal question. Can you stop him from being perpetually 15? You're asking me? Who created this guy? I know, I'm just kidding. I mean, really, I mean, you know, you gave me this cartoon voice. Can I do something else with it? No. What about me? No, not you either. Ah, shit. You are never changing as far as I'm concerned. You're perfect just the way you... Oh, Jesus. What? I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I didn't really even have the strength to finish that. So can I actually get along with this? I don't know what's stopping you. Stretching for, t- no. So, again, all the social media, Chris Rowley, K-R-I-S-R-O-L-E-Y. The website is chrisrowley.com. The podcatcher of choice, just search for Rowley. And I think you can just search for either Rowley or Chris Rowley on YouTube, remember K-R-I-S because everybody makes that mistake at least once. So there you go. What what happens if you actually Google Chris C-H-R-I-S Rowley? I have no idea. Uh, it's it's probably some guy in England who uh, likes fish and chips way too much. For what? I'm just gonna roll with it. He likes fish and chips way too much for a human being. It it's really he's up on charges. Why? Something about the newspaper being sticky. From the fish? Oh, no. <laughs> are, are you, are you, I'm just making it up, man, but why not? I mean, yeah. <laughs> this just in. My peach. Ah! <laughs> this is a PG-13 podcast. The fuck you say? All right, so. You know, you hit the mic on that last one. I know I did. I'm sorry. I hit the mic and you probably heard it. And, and, uh, hold on. Let me check. Hold, hold, hold on. Nope. Don't give a fuck. Okay. So 
You actually did that. Yeah, it, well, I mean, you know, we're on camera. I need to make it look like I'm at least uh, have an effort. What? I don't know. Just move on. I'm done. I'm done. I, I'm done, too. I'm just, you know, I'm, you want some coffee? Yeah, I could love I could go for a cup of joe. Where y'all going? We're getting out of here. Don't go away mad. <laughs> wow, I can actually get to the show now. Okay, great. Thank you. Folks, did I clear up everything as far as... No? Good. Ladies and gentlemen, do you know the difference between the United States and the United Kingdom? Do you know the, the difference between the two of them? Well, there's a breaking point in the government at some point where somebody says, uh, no. That's too, that's, that's too much. And then they go and they say it's time to go. That's what happened in the UK this week. And it, it reminded me of, uh, low these many years ago, 1974, in August of 1974, when Barry Goldwater and friends went to the White House and told Tricky Dick, the jig is up, and it's time to go. And Tricky Dick, as, you know, devious as he was, I mean, even he kind of recognized, well, let me just say this, I think the time is over. It's time for me to go. And he went on TV and said, my fellow Americans, I got caught with my hand in the cookie jar. And so it's time for me to go. And he left and, you know, and then we got rid of Ford two years later because we didn't, you know, he didn't let us get a second crack at Nixon. And he's, you know, thank you very much. The lesson that the, um, the GOP took from this, it wasn't apparently to shape up, you know, clearly uh, from what you happened. Because the next time they find themselves in a situation even remotely close to Watergate, like, oh, say, oh, let me just pick a name out of the air. The entire Trump administration, specifically J6, see how they're acting. Do you just, do you see it? They're like, we're, we're, we're just going to... We're just going to deny it even existed. I mean, it's on TV. You can watch it. You can pull it up. I mean, it's on YouTube. You can put, you can watch the whole dadgum thing on YouTube, right? Um, and not even not even from one of the news channels, because I, I, I understand if I actually mention a news channel, then some of you immediately have a, a, a bias, right? Because if I say MSNBC, well, liberal, that's right. Watching on Fox. Oh, I'm kidding. They didn't carry it on Fox News. I'm kidding. Of course they did. See what they did? You pointed it. Where are you doing back? Ta-da! That was good. Did it on the first trip. The second, really. So they're, they, they're, we're getting gaslit as far as that's concerned. So I'm just going to tell you, go pull it up on C-SPAN because they record everything. They are the official cameras of anything related to the Capitol and all of that. that, that's, that when, when you see the State of the Union address or anything happening inside Congress, when you see people, you know, the Honorable uh, Member from uh, 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 Goatfuck has the floor. It's a C-SPAN camera. And then, of course, you know, open phones in the morning. Hello, Lockjaw, you're on the air. Oh, well, thank you for C-SPAN and the green aliens with the postage stamp thing. Okay, and now we're going to Paris, Paris, Texas. And uh, thank you, you're on the air with C-SPAN. Uh, look, I just want to tell you uh, about uh, something that's happening right here. We got another caravan uh, coming to the southern border right now. It's, uh, we have another caravan coming? Yeah, uh, look, I'm looking right at him right now, and, uh, this is the weirdest thing. They're all chupacabra. And, and now we're gonna go to Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> so. Hello, sweet chupacabra. 
so yeah, that, you just watch C-SPAN and you can see the whole thing un, unexpurgated, as it were, and um, without commentary. At least, not the commentary that you're all thinking of, you, 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 you libtards. You, you, you commies, you, you, uh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. I am one. Sorry. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's a story I'll tell for, well, I may have already told it in the last, co the last uh, podcast, but so you understand, I, you know, I used to be Republican, now I'm an American, you know, you grow. It doesn't look to me like they're going to pay for any of this, right? But if we just take a little short hop, skip and a jump across the pond, um, yeah, it looks like they're going to get it, man. Boris is out of office. He, well, he's out of office and he's not really out of office. He's like, you know, uh, and I haven't worked on a Boris Johnson impression. I think he's more like the, mm, anyway. I really should work on a Boris Johnson. Well, it really doesn't matter at this point. He's... <laughs> I, I, I should wait and see who the new prime minister is going to be. But, you know, right now, Boris is still in place playing uh, tiddlywinks or something. I don't know what he's doing. He's, he's still in 10 Downing Street, but he's... Is he... What, what's he doing? Thumbing it? I mean... He's a caretaker prime minister at this point. And, and you say, why, why do you care about prime minister? I find parliamentary politics fascinating. Dudes, really, parliamentlive.tv for the British Parliament, which really should be something you should be watching right now, especially if you want to see the process, right? I came into, I was up in Maine in 2016, June of 2016, and um, I was uh, at uh, Maine Media uh, workshops in college in uh, Rockport, Maine. Camden, Rockport's right there. It's on Camden Street in Rockport, Maine. Figure that shit out. By the way, they're a nonprofit and they can use your donations. Okay. So, um, they, um, I got home from, um, getting into some kind of trouble later at night after, um, a class. And uh, I turned on the TV. Now, up in Maine, we can get Canadian broadcasting. And so I was watching the CBC, and they were covering um, the um, the Brexit vote. And uh, they were all, I mean, it was just, you could just, I could just see the, the, the leave just inching up and inching up and inching up. And finally, it just is like everybody was shocked that Brexit actually Brexited. And ever since then, um, I, I've been fascinated with British politics because Br parliamentary politics is, there's a lot of yelling. And a lot of screaming. And back at that time, there was a guy in the in the in the chair in the in the uh, House of Commons. Order, order. John Burkow was his name, and he was a very colorful character. You should look him up. Um. But watching the process of them saying we're leaving the European Union, and then figuring out that they were at that moment when they won that vote, they were the dogs that caught the car, and then didn't know what the fuck to do. After that, and watching that whole train wreck from 16 to uh, 2019, 2020, whenever it actually, it's still going on, but when they actually left the European Union, um, Theresa May got booted out of the prime ministership, and then they voted old Boris in because I, I it's it, it, Trump and Boris are kind of the same person um, with the same number of secret children. I'm fairly sure. What? So, yeah, it's one of those things. And then watching this whole three-year train wreck with Boris Johnson, just thinking he could, I, I'm going, here's, here's the playbook. I'm going to lie, and then I'm going to lie that I lied, and I'm going to lie about lying that I lied, and then once I run out of lies, I'm stupid, and I didn't know what it meant. Does that sound familiar? But at least... You know, when almost 60 members of his cabinet said, fuck you, I'm out, he kind of realized the writing was on the wall. And ladies and gentlemen, comes out and, they, you know, and instead of like having, going to the uh, East Room of the White House or going to some place with like a bunch of flags behind me, I, lo I love this. And this happens every time. They walk out of the door of 10 Downing Street 
and they just put a podium out in the middle of the street right in front of the door because there is no more prestigious doorway in the world than that black glossy door with the number 10 on it. It's actually their Twitter avatar too. I found that out. Everybody knows what 10 Downing Street is. And they say what they got to say and then they walk back in the door and that's it, you know. It's very, and then, you know, the day that Boris leaves, he's just going to walk out the door and the new person is just going to walk in. That's it. it. It's just, I think that maybe they pass a card key along, you know. Here's the card key. Thank you. All right, it's Keir Starmer. He's the labor MP, uh, the head of labor. Hello, I'm Keir Starmer. I'm a superhero by night. I'm the fox. <laughs> It's a spitting image episode. If, oh, spitting image is back. You can get them all on YouTube. Spitting it. I'm sorry. I'm old. Spitting image. If you've ever seen the Genesis Land of Confusion video, those puppets, those are the spitting image puppets. They're hilarious. You should go and. Yes. Satire like you've never seen. They're vicious. As an added bonus, Prince Andrew gets hit in the head with a two by four almost every episode. It's great. So. But over here, instead of walking out of 10 Downing Street and saying, um, uh, I, I'm sorry I fucked up and uh, somebody else is going to be along shortly, uh, stand by. Uh, we don't even admit that we did shit wrong because, you know, eventually, eventually Boris admitted that he was wrong. Eventually, Theresa May admitted I fucked up. Admittedly, David Cameron said I fucked up. Still waiting for Justin Trudeau in Canada to do that. But anyway, that's, you know, I may have fucked up, but I look good. Thank you, Justin. If the Democrats don't figure this out, they don't figure out the assignment and, and try to figure out how to hold the Republicans uh, accountable, they're not going to do it for themselves. They're not, the Republicans are not going to hold themselves accountable because clearly we, they've just demonstrated over the past... Oh, I don't know. What's the time? Uh, 1960. If they haven't decided that they're going to hold themselves accountable, at least since 1968, then they're not going to. And if we don't, like, you know, start banging this message home, we're going to lose the House. We're going to lose the Senate, um, which means that we're going to go back to divided government like we did under the Obama administration with a Democratic president and a Republican House and Senate. And nothing's going to get done. Bitch McTurtle is going to shut everything down for two years. Um, and I'll go you one further. If a conservative justice retires or dies, just like what happened with uh, Antonin Scalia, we're going to get another seat held up and there's not a goddamn thing we're going to do about it. Thank you, Manchin. Thank you, Cinema. Thank you and fuck you very hard. So, you know... I understand Biden. People are pissed off at Biden for coming out even after, you know, Roe v. Wade and going, look, folks, biggest thing we can do right now is vote. Vote. Well, he's right, and I understand everybody saying, well, you know, they're kind of fucking with us with the voting. Well, look, vote harder may not be what you're looking for. Vote to vote harder. It may not be what you're looking for, but vote is what we can do right now, right? And if you're, if you're a third, you know, I'm not going to vote for Biden because he's too old and he's too demented and he's too this and too that. I'm going to vote third party. I'm going to vote libertarian. I'm going to vote for the little weasel that pops up in my ground at, at, at six o'clock in the morning. Um, thanks. Because that's how we're going to end up with uh, a Republican Senate, a Republican House, and in 2024, a Republican president. And a God almighty, I hope it's not Trump or DeSantis. What do you want? And, and look, again, you're, you're talking to a guy who used to vote Republican. Okay? You can say, you know, well, yeah, I've had a major change in my life. Go look, go, go in the back catalog. I've had a major change in, in my outlook on a lot of things, and Republican politics is one of them. There is no Republican Party like the Republican Party I voted for back when I was 18 years old and wasn't cooked yet. 
I remember bunches of people telling me, you're going to get more conservative as you get older. Apparently not. Because I've had a major change in my personality over the past uh, 15 or 20 years. And it has led me to where I am now, where I'm more interested in helping other people and doing what I do out of a place of love and gratitude. And that's who I am now. Do I still blow hot air and show an ego on the podcast? You bet your ass I do. Hadn't noticed. Yeah, okay. But I'm not... I'm telling you that if I say something and I mean it out of a place of warmth and love and gratitude, understand that I came to this place in a hard way. As opposed to people that I know on the other side of that aisle now that claim to do things out of love, but don't. It's, a, it's, it's lip service. It's a smokescreen. It's a ruse. You can argue with me all you want, but as I said, get your own podcast. Thank you for calling. I mentioned uh, news the uh, earlier in the podcast. Um, I mentioned uh, Fox News as uh, specifically, and yes, I got to go here for a minute. I'm I'm sorry. Do you need Do you need a moment? Do you need a hug? Do you, you need to make a phone call? I'm good. Glass of water. I can wait. We good? Okay. So, um, Bucker Carlson and, um, did that work? <laughs> I have it when I, when I write about Tucker Carlson on, um, the, uh, the blog or anywhere. Oh, I mentioned, I got to come back when I, at the end of the show, I will talk about the other thing that I forgot during all the promotion at the beginning of the show. Got it. Okay. So when I write Tucker Carlson's name, I, 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 I fight actually calling him fucker Carlson. And I don't want to do that, but I don't want to call him Tucker. So I put an asterisk where the T would be. So I was trying to figure out how to do that auditorily. And I don't know, Tucker Carlson might be the way to go. I don't know. <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene is easier because I am a child of the 80s and I have just referred to her as Marjorie the Trash Heap. You can look that one up. I, I'm not going to give you time right now, but you'll understand. Children's shows. Jim Henson. Genius. Way ahead of his time, apparently. So they're going after weed and psychotropic drugs and SSRIs as the reasons that young white dudes are getting radicalized and shooting up the place. I, remember that time, you, you two fucking idiots, do you remember that time when you thought something through without thinking it all the way through? Do you remember, do you remember the time you opened your mouth and didn't engage your brain first? Um, I, I, I don't think, here, look, Al. Yeah? I have a, I have a line for you to read. Would you like to read it? Do you want me, ta- you want me talent? Sure, here's your shot. Oh yeah, hold, hold on, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, get it over with. Okay. You can't blame, you can't blame, blame, you can't flambe. Sure. It's blame, you idiot. Oh, 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 oh. You can't blame it on mental health. Mental health? It's mental. Oh, God. What have I gotten myself into? I, look, I, I was trying to. I, I heard it. It was like a train wreck. I wanted to stop you. I did. I really did. But then I said, that's not my job. <laughs> Thanks. <clears throat> You're taking another go. You, you can't flambe it on menthol health and then go after the droogs. 
Marjorie the Trash Heap is in A Clockwork Orange? Yeah, okay, I've had an... Uh, thank you. God, I don't know how long this is going to go on. You, you want me to try? Sure. You can't blame it. I'm fucking with you. You can't blame it on mental health and then go after drugs that treat mental health, you fucking idiots. Anything else? And scene. Okay, great. <clears throat> Thanks. So, so what is it that's radicalizing uh, young white dudes? What is it? What I, 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 I actually think that uh, I might have hit it on the head there when um, he started talking about demanding mothers. Starts there, I think. Um, it's it's the inability to grow socially and connect with people in the real world and a failure to connect with girls or we'll just say romantic partners because I don't really, but girls is mainly because these are usually cishet white guys. So with the understanding, hit the microphone again. I know, I'm sorry. With the understanding that we're talking about cishet white guys here, we're going to say, a failure to connect with girls beyond this mystical place that they've created for themselves called the friend zone. I, I'm, look. Look, guys, I was this guy back in the day. I really was. So I understand, okay? But what I imagined, it, what, I, what I managed to figure out in my transition, that's not what you, look, I'm sorry, in my evolution, is that the friend zone is this really weird place. It doesn't exist. And they, they hate, the, these cishet white guys, they hate the friend zone, but they need the friend zone. Because if the friend zone didn't actually exist, and as I may have mentioned a moment ago, it doesn't, then the only thing left for them to blame is themselves, and they can't have that. They can't have that. They're, see, because in their minds, you got to understand there can't be anything wrong with them, right? They're nice guys. And again, I want to make very clear to all of you, and, and this is something I, I, I have to share, otherwise I don't, I, I, and this may not come across as credible to you. I was this guy. I, I, there's no other way for me. I can't dance around the subject. I was this guy. There couldn't have been anything wrong with me, right? It's not my fault. They just don't get me. They don't understand me. So that's why I'm always in the goddamn friend zone. And once you realize the friend zone doesn't exist, the friend zone is a crutch that allows you not to work on your own fucking problems. And the thing is, is that there are a lot of people like me, like I used to be, that, 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 they think this way and it's understandable. I mean, you know, you grew up, maybe this is culture, um, growing up in the eighties, like I did, you know, the, the, the teen movies and things like yeah, there was a lot of the stuff that we grew up with in the eighties, at the least was a lie that, that was fed to us. And there was a lot had to do with school popularity, high school, stuff like that. And John Hughes movies, things like that. You know, John Hughes movies are great. They define the time that I grew up, right? They're a little more problematic today than they used to be. Some of them. But I wouldn't trade them for anything. John Hughes defined my high school experience. That was the same for a lot of us. Empire Records kind of defined what it was like to be a, a, a 20-year-old kid in in trying to get through the you know the world after high school working for yourselves working you know working for the man every night and day and these movies defined us uh what's the other one that I, I think uh Winona right reality bites another one that defines my generation really and there were great stories that that define that kind of idealized the world that we were living in but it was kind of a lie. Because we didn't all... 
It was mediated reality. We saw it on TV. We saw it in the movie theaters. And we went, that is exactly what my life is like, except these one or two little points. But other than that, it's, and then we made those one or two points part of our lives because we saw it. Mediated reality. You turn a news camera on a gang in the street and they start making gang signs and doing all of this. You know why? Because the last they were on TV, the last time they were watching TV about a news story about a gang, they saw that exact same thing. Well, we got to look hard too. It's the kind of thing I'm talking about. I know I'm ranting. You think? So like a very fucked up bowl of Rice Krispies, all these little deviants and weirdos and freaks, uh, they, they congregate in certain places and they create their own echo chamber of suck. And a lot of them want to blame violent video games and a lot. And I'd be lying to you if I told you games weren't part of the problem. I look, I am not the guy to talk about, about video games. I hate video games. I, I, the last time I played a video game, I have to put a quarter in it. And I love the video games that, and I've said this before, there's three lives and then it's done and you can get on with your fucking day. The thing that I do not like about video games today, yeah, I'm not a big fan of violent video games. You played Battlezone. I played Battlezone. Those were fucking vector graphics and shit. I wasn't actually blowing shit up. It didn't look like I was blowing shit up. It looked like I was cracking cubes in half. Battlezone. Besides, I couldn't play Battlezone very well. Why not? Because he had to stand up on his tippy toes to look through that. I'm sorry. Is that true? Uh, uh, what? <laughs> That's true. Oh my God. I'll shut up now. I'd, I'd be lying to you if I said that video games weren't the problem. But it's a little more nuanced than that. It, it, it's, the, the games are kind of a sideshow. They're a means to an end, really. They're a vehicle. Um, it's, it's the chats and the forums and the games that... The places that the games provide for what passes as socialization because these people, they're, they're not sociable creatures. They're antisocial by design because they're in the friend zone and they don't get along with people. And they probably have one too many swirlies in the bathroom stalls. Is that just me? They hear people that are in the same boat they are, and it reinforces what they believe to be true. This is a big confirmation bias. But again, there's nothing wrong with them. They're real men, right? It's the rest of the world that's weak and wrong. And it wouldn't be surprised me. I wouldn't be the least uh, bit surprised. You want to talk much? I'm sorry. Would you like to start that over again? Thank you, Robin. It wouldn't surprise me if amongst these groups, uh, there were some real cult leaders that plant little seeds of uh, alt-right wisdom and, and misogyny. And Oh, there's already a healthy amount of that to begin with. But And then just gauge the response, right? You know, and I bet some of these people, some of these groups, they're really, really receptive. It, you know, and, and it, it's something like, hey, 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 hey. It's not just the fault of those bitches, you guys. No, no, it's not. The whole system is against you. Not just that, but, you know, the system. It's actually propping up certain people that don't look like you, right? They don't believe like we do, right? People like us, you know. Pretty soon, we're going to get really screwed, but, uh, you know, there's still time to do something about that, you know what I mean? And one day, one of the weaker-minded in the flock there uh, think to themselves, hey, you know what, one of these days, I'm going to show them. I'll show all of them. I'll show all of them! And that's how the radicalization starts. Now, I want to be real clear here uh not everybody in the toxic gaming culture and i think maybe i should differentiate between gaming culture and toxic gaming culture if you live through gamergate you know what i'm talking about not everybody in the gaming culture is alt right uh, they're not in the alt right they're not all weak minded they're not i personally think it's where it, if that's where you hang out you know you 
look, if you hang out in those places, I think you're an asshole of epic proportions, but there's no law against being an asshole. The problem comes is when you, you know, you, you start acting on that. Trust me, I'm, I'm real glad there's no law against being an asshole. Otherwise, I'd be serving some real time. I can co-sign that? Absolutely. Can I? No, you cannot. Oh, no. <sighs> Why not? I, look, I'm just a garden variety asshole. Right? Bubba here, he's a little bit of... What you say? He's just... Okay, you might be right. He's a little bit above you... You're an you're you're an asshole by providence. I don't know what the fuck happened to you, but you are by divine providence. I don't know if you were born or made or sculpted or beat into what you What are you trying to say? I I really can't go too much further. Why not? Um uh Oh wait, we don't have an HR department. You fucking asshole. There's just a really small percentage of that population that, well, they really apply themselves, let's put it that way. Then they make threats, and those are the people that I'm talking about. There's nothing wrong with the, look, there's, there's sexism and misogyny and racism in the toxic gaming culture. Can we agree on that? And no, it's wrong, but I honestly have to say that if, if again, I don't think there's any law against being an asshole, or a sexist, or a bigot. It's wrong, and people should be called out on that, okay? that. But it's when they start thinking that they're the only right person in the world, and everybody else is wrong, and I'm going to show them, and then they pick up a gun. That's where the radicalization is. And some of the toxic gaming culture pushes them in that direction. I'm... I am fairly, yeah, and I'm not, look, I'm not, and I got friends that are gamers. I'm not calling you all out, okay? I'm not a gamer, clearly, from my earlier comments, right? And I'm not even calling out the games, as, again, as much as I hate the games that go on forever that have no clear end to them, Yeah. If they do, they're like, you know, 72 hours in the future and you're just sitting there. Hold on. I have to level up. How long is it going to take? Uh, what day is it? Monday. Um, come back next Tuesday. That. Brian. Oh my God. It. When's the last time you bathed? What day is it? I had a friend, actually, I can't, I can't really, this was a D&D &D story, which kind of, you know, intertwined a little bit. Sometimes you go in the hole and you don't come out. You've heard stories, you know, not Tom Hanks, but I had a guy, I had a friend who uh, was a D&D &D guy, and I walked in his house, and he was sitting there red-faced. And clearly in physical distress. And I said, what the hell's the matter, dude? And it turns out that he was trying to make a successful die roll against for, for bowel movement. And he was just having a really bad streak of luck. And he really had to go. <laughs> and I picked him up and threw him in the bathroom. <laughs> so... You threw him in? Yes, I did. I mean, you know, I, his feet did not leave the ground, clearly. But yes, he, he was led to the bathroom, and I don't come out until you're, you, you do your business, and then we're going to have a talk about your life choices. Yes, that was kind of an asshole way to put it, but again, I was an asshole back then, so, you know. And I just want to be clear, um, you're, you're, you're not an asshole. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm an asshole. I, I, I mean, what do you want? This is, I was wired this way. I, I just, I do my best to, I do my best not to be 
that guy unless I really need to be that guy. And if I turn into that guy, I feel like I don't have a choice left. And, and it usually has to do with something with righteous indignation these days, right? The difference between right and wrong. And when I turn into an asshole, when I turn into that guy, it's because I think something has been, that I, I, I am actually yelling about something that I think is very, very, very wrong. And uh, I am driven these days by what I think the right thing to do is. Your mileage may vary, but um, at some point in my recent, you know, in my past, I didn't have a moral code, and now I seem to have a compass, and I grabbed a hold of that compass, and I'm not letting go from it. Um, I, I have, I, I'm very well aware of the difference between right and wrong. I can tell you exactly what what it was. It was my brother. And, and don't don't concern yourself if you know who my brother is. You know the deal, but. Um, my brother is the reason I have a moral compass. My brother is the reason I have any kind of ethics at all, because somebody in my family, somebody had to be the voice of reason and somebody had to be the person that knew what the right thing to do was. And trust me, it's a curse. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. If you knew me and you, if you knew my family, if you, I, I, I can go and I, I, you know, I, I kind of dance around this subject. One of these days I will go into extensive detail. <sighs> Maybe not. I don't know. Do you want to know? I, it's, it's none of your business really, but my family and my relationship with my brother and my relationship with some other people, some of which I trust, some of which have taught me, in spite of myself, some of my failings, some of my absolute disasters, um, they have all sculpted me. And I wouldn't trade any of it for any of it. Trust me, I wouldn't. It was hard. All of it's been hard. But um, I am who I am, and I'm very happy with who I am now. And why I uh, don't believe in the friend zone anymore? No. We had to tie it up. I know, I'm kidding. Yes. All right, so are we done? Or what, 45 minutes? 47. 40, 40, 48 something. It's, it's right in there somewhere. Okay. Why are you not sure of the time? I thought you wanted to produce. Well, I mean, you know, you sat there and just stared at the camera for a minute, trying to scratch in your ass and trying to... Okay, that's enough. That's going to do it for this episode of the program. I did have one more note to tell you. Um, and I, I have to, yeah, I got to throw this in. I got a Patreon. Um, so you're going to get on the Patreon um, a daily post. Uh, and it's going to drive kind of what I think the show's going to be about. Okay. Um, and, and again, it may be a, just a general main idea. Obviously, not everything that I have said here tonight is written, because if I did, I'd be clearly insane. Shut up. I heard all of you. So, there's going to be a, if I can work it in, a weekly podcast or weekly podcast just for Patreon people. If I can't do weekly, it will definitely be monthly, but there will be one, at least one extra thing in the feed for pay, for patrons of a certain level. I can't remember what it is. But you can go to patreon.com slash Chris Rowley and you, you'll see that. Um, all my podcasts, um, well, if I'm doing something every day, I don't know what I'm doing right now. If I'm doing something every day, then I have to do one other thing. So maybe the videos, maybe that I, maybe I'll give you an extra little something uh, daily, as far as that's concerned, maybe a pre-show, a post-show, things like that. So there will be a, a, a podcast Monday through Friday. There will be at least one extra podcast either per week or per month. I, I can't figure that out right now. But then there will be something extra. Anyway, go. I will hopefully have this all worked out by the time you uh, get there. Anyway, that's the deal. 
Patreon.com slash Chris Rowley. Uh, it's like five, ten, and twenty a month. I have one patron that's that's uh, paying twenty dollars a month, and thank you, I appreciate it. But um, yeah, and and I'm not even gonna front on you. Um, I I am wanting to build an extra um income stream, basically. I, I'm I'm you know, I I want to do this. I want to do this for fun because this has always been fun. But again, you know, Papa needs a new pair of shoes. I'm kidding. <laughs> Not really, but I want to build a, a community. I want to build an audience and I want to build a membership community of paying subscribers. Does that make sense? All right. I, I don't think I make, I, I, am I telling any tales out of school? I don't think I am. Um, but again, if you, if you are so inclined, I have a Patreon there will be things in the future that'll be going to that. I have alluded to this several times in the past few weeks. I'm actually pulling the trigger on it now. So go to patreon.com slash Chris Rowley and look at what we got there. Um, you'll also see posts uh, alluding to this on Twitter and other places as well. And uh, I would very, uh, by the end of the year, right now, I guess I'm making what? Off of one person, $20 a month. I, I'm, I'm even going to be conservative here. I would love to make $100 a month. Um, off of, um, off of the podcast. Um, so I'm, I'm going to continue doing this again for fun. Cause once it becomes work, that's where it, I, I run off the rail. I just want to do this for fun. I just want to riff. Um, and, uh, I'm just going to tell you, this is me period. End of story. So there you go. Uh, social media, Chris Rowley, K R I S R O L E Y one name, all the same, if you please. And of course go to chrisrolly.com uh, which is my ancestral home where things flow and flow heavily Mando says hi till next time question everything but the truth uh, stay solid people <laughs> <laughs>